Welcome to the Mark Steering Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you can get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, if you wouldn't mind tossing me the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Willie Nelson. There's only one map to the journey of life, and it lives within your heart. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 163. Thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a cold, busy winter day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Attic insulation day, repair cracked windshield, and of course, Smackdown at the Target Center tonight. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Friday, played a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota. I learned that the actual Danny was the handicapped son of the original owner. Saturday, I played a duo show at Seven Brothers in Clayton, Wisconsin. Was a fun night rocking to the fire department gun raffle. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, November 28th, 2018, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, November 29th, I'll be playing a solo show at Lone Oak Grill in Egan, Minnesota from 7.30 to 10 p.m. Saturday, December 1st, Mr. Brian K. Johnson myself will be loading up the old Mazda Tribute and rambling on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar from 5 to 9 p.m. Sunday, I'll be playing the 25th anniversary of Rock Bottom Brewery in Minneapolis, Minnesota from 5 to 7 p.m. Guest this week. It's part one of two with the legendary Minnesota singer-songwriter Billy Johnson. We talk gospel music, summer camp, Kent Herbeck, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Billy Johnson, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How you doing, man? Good. Happy to be here. This is the first show where I think I've, we've had to sit. Some, the place is busy. We're at the Sparrow here in South Minneapolis, right? Off a of pen, and, and uh, we're sitting side by side. Yes, we're very close. We could <laughs> hold hands. Yes, we're going to turn our neck to, to speak over to our left, but some really cool people down here. We happen to be sitting to a lady that's doing a podcast, a YouTube podcast. Excuse me, miss. What's your name again? I'll, I'll say, I'll advertise it on right now. Oh, what's the show? Yeah, what's your show? Remember Your Source. Remember, Remember Your Source. Yes, uh, by Julie Delaney. 
by Julie Deline. All right, we're sitting next to her. It's been nice talking to her about her show, and, and it's a very eventful day down here. A beautiful winter day here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So how are you doing today, Billy? I'm doing well. Yeah, you're right, man. It's a great little spot, and I already met some pretty cool people just sitting here chatting. So Yeah, man. It's nice. Um, I haven't been here since a couple of years when I did, like, episode 16 with Hugo Claire's of the Suburbs. <laughs> Another legend down here. We had a good time as well. well. He's a bit more of a legend than myself, but yes. Yeah. So, where are you playing tonight? Uh, tonight, I'm out at the 318 Cafe in Excelsior. Yeah. Okay, in Excelsior. Do you yeah. play down there quite a bit? Uh, probably every month or two. Yeah, it's you know what? It's a great. It's probably about the size of this coffee shop we're in, but it's a great place because it's uh, it's a listening venue. Not that I always need to be listened to, but sometimes it's nice to yeah. play somewhere where everyone's. Are you gonna be doing a lot of? Uh, like, cause I just got to just got to meet Billy officially at Allie Gray's CD release show a couple weeks ago, um, at the Hook and Ladder, and I thought you did awesome. We had a great time. All my outlaw buddies, music buddies, sit in the back drinking a beer and stuff. We still were mostly listening. Yeah, no, I, that was a I had a blast that night. Cool place and uh, great sound and Allie, I love her. So it's it how do you handle shows like that when everyone's sitting there in the dark, quiet, staring at you? I play so many bars, I don't know if I can even get through that. I, you know what, I, I, I'm kind of a guy that closes his eyes, so half the time I'm not even seeing anybody out there. I know that's a terrible thing to do. I, I don't think I'd ever make it on The Voice or American Idol, because I, I don't really make <laughs> eye contact with anybody. I kind of close my eyes or I'm looking off into space somewhere, so um, half the time I don't see the crowd. Yeah, The Jim Morrison way. Yeah, you're right. Close, not, just not yeah. turning your back, but yeah. closing your eyes. <laughs> closing your eyes. <laughs> yeah, so like tonight, do you like, uh, how long is the show? Uh, it's 8 to 10, and I'm actually, tonight I'm playing with my sister, or my sister's coming out to sing with me. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so we'll probably do half, uh, we'll probably do some gospel tunes and country songs and church hymns, and then the, the second half I'll just play myself and do okay. my own my own stuff. But yeah, grew up singing with my sister, she's... Got perfect pitch. Uh, she's yeah, she's amazing. So, are you a good harmony guy? I'm decent, but she's she can just find it always. Okay. So we don't even need to practice. She'll just come and find parts around me, which is <laughs> great That's for <cool>. me. <laughs> Crazy. I've been requested over the years because I do a lot of funerals yeah. and stuff, and weddings and funeral stuff to put me out too. a yeah. a church. Record. Yeah. I'm not even the biggest church guy of all time. Yeah. I grew up a cafeteria Catholic in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, <laughs> and I was dear friends with a couple of the priests there. But yeah. they—that's Turtle Lake where they'd ice fish and drink and all yeah, that kind right. of stuff. Way different, a big city. Yeah. What? So, but that's some of the best songwriting of all time. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I love some of the old hymns and gospel tunes, and I grew up, you know, just because mom and dad, it was their thing. But Willie was my first concert and it was all Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson. Cool. Um, that's kind of what I grew up on and all that stuff kind of crossed over country and the gospel and um, yeah. so I kind of grew up loving that stuff. Yeah. What's your favorite, what's some good gospel songs that you would play? 
or like ones that just move you? Uh, you know, I mean, for sure, my sister and I will do Amazing Grace. I mean, that's kind of an obvious one uh, tonight. And uh, it's another song called Farther Along um, that we that we sing. And actually, my sister and I, we have th- we have three albums, CDs, whatever you call it now, out yeah. of us just doing hymns and gospel songs. Um, what do you think about all that stuff? Like Bob Dylan even used to say, he'd be like, yeah, I don't believe in any of the church stuff, but I believe in them songs. Do you think, like, what is it about that? Like, let's say you take, at a funeral, you, you, you sing uh, either Amazing Grace for sure, what's another go-to, How Great Thou Art? How Great Thou Art. How yeah. does that just hit you? Like my old-time uh, accordion buddy you say, that hits me right here in the cigarettes. <laughs> what is it about? Is it the chord change? Is it the lyrics? Or what is it? I think they were probably, well, I mean, Amazing Grace was written by John Newton, and clearly, you know, I think if you write something that's true and you believe it and mean it, um, that probably lasts forever. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if it's good enough, (laughs) if uh, the melody's good enough and everything else. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, my faith is very important to me and I'm I'm lost and effed up 10 times till Sunday every week but um yeah yeah um are you familiar with Eagle's Wings on Eagle's Wings yeah yeah, yeah I've played that too a few times That guy, I don't know if I've ever said this in a show before, but I was, uh, um, my aunt had died, and I had to sing the funeral the next day, so I went to the church, I guess I'm friends with all the preachers and stuff. He's from here, right? He's from here, and so there was a, I went to set up my stuff in this old church, it's pitch black in there, and there was a big dead bat on the ground (laughs) in the church. So I called the the funeral home, who was one of my dear friends, owns the funeral home, Bill Skinner. And I say, can you, where, like, can you have one of the preacher guys to tell me where like, the cleanup stuff is? <laughs> so I walk out of the church with this dead bat on the bottom of a shovel, and here comes the deacon walking by. And says, so Tim Burns, the deacon, and we walked from across the church to throw the uh, bat in the garbage can, and he told me all about... Uh, uh, what is I can't think of the Michael guy's Jankas. name now. Yes, is it Michael Jonkas? Yeah, I think so. Or is it Peter Jonkas? No, I think it's Michael Jonkas. And on Eagle's Wings... Yeah. On how he was from here and was wrote the song when right. he was in his seminary school. Apparently, I have no idea this is true or not. This is just talking while I'm throwing away a dead bat. <laughs> and he said he quit right before he became a priest, so he wouldn't have to give away all the royalties. <laughs> well, it's, I, if that's true, that's probably smart. I mean, I yeah. can't imagine there's not money coming in from that song. So even in church, there's showbiz, man. Well, yes, there's no shortage of business crossing over into the church. Uh, Makes it hard sometimes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, so where are you from, man? I grew up in Burnsville, uh, out in the suburbs, and then uh, been in Minneapolis pretty much ever since college. Lived out in Washington D.C. for a little little over a year. Did but, you? Yeah. What were you doing out there? I uh, was I was there for a year and a uh, year and a month working with uh, homeless uh, families coming out of the shelter system there, and so I ran after school programs and camping programs with the kids, and then worked with the parents. And um, yeah, it was probably one of the most important years of my 
my life, I think, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so you get to run a bunch of camps and stuff? Yeah, summer camps and then uh, day camps and after-school programs. And, I mean, I was in way over my head. I was there through kind of like a domestic Peace Corps program. So okay. you commit for a year and you get placed somewhere. You live with other people that are kind of doing similar things. Um, you live simply. I paid $80 a month. Henry Davis throw style, the transcendentalist. <laughs> yeah, right on, man. Uh, so yeah, it was, but it was, it was a really, really um, powerful year. It was the first time I've ever been a minority in my life. I remember moving into my neighborhood and uh, thinking, oh, I'm the white guy, which didn't scare me, but it was, you know, uh, it's a different thing. You know, yeah. I'd grown up my whole life being. Um, in the majority of the population. and I work at a camp in the summer, too. I yeah. teach uh, summer school in my hometown. I also work at Camp Buttonwin a number of weeks over in the, for the JCC over here. And, and a good friend, Will Bauermeister, Daisy uh, Head Maisie, remember yeah, that? Yeah, man, I know Will. Well, he wrote, he wrote a letter to me And I read it on my way to work Always been a little stuck on himself Always been a jerk He's a camp guy too, and so we had a conversation. Now I got to ask you: Is that what's the best camping or summer camp movie ever? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think Wet Hot. You know that movie? No. Oh, well, Wet Hot. Wet Hot American. Uh, wait, what's, I don't got to get the title right. Um, is that Wet oh, Hot American Summer? Yes, that is what it is. That's probably the most inappropriate too, but uh, but it's just there's hilarious moments that if you've ever worked at a camp for a summer, you have these moments of uh, l- laughing till you're crying during that movie. I mean, the camp staff leaves for a for a day, um, they get a little time off, they go into town, and of course it's way over the top. They're like robbing people doing drugs and just going completely <laughs> bonkers because they've got, you know, they're five minutes away from camp. Um, so, I mean, it's a pretty ridiculous movie, but it it rings true in a lot of ways. Um, but, I mean, meatballs. I mean, I, I love all those. Yeah, I'm thinking meatballs. When I started at that uh, uh, Camp Butwin, and they all the CICs walking in, and all the kids and all the counselors, I'm like, this is right out of meatballs. And I've never got to go to a camp like this, yeah. except for it's much, they're much more behaved, I assume. Right. But yeah, like, I never yeah. did either. I was never a, really a camp kid. And then I became an adult, and I spent 24 of my last summers at a camp. Basically, not all summer, but, you know, four or five weeks. So, That's know. awesome. Do you do songwriting when you're out in the woods like that and camp with these kids? or? Uh, you know, I wish I would more. I don't know what my songwriting method is. <laughs> I might need one. It just kind of happens <laughs> randomly or if something really moves me. But, yeah, I mean, whenever, you know, you're at camp and you're outside, I spend a decent amount of time strumming the guitar and messing around. 
So going through some of your songs, talking about songwriting yeah. style, uh, you got a bunch of your records on on iTunes, things like that. You do use a lot of people's names. Is that their actual names in your songs? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Molly Smith, Elise. Yeah, they're... Like your one say. main song is like Olivia. Is it about an Olivia? Yeah, that's about my niece. Uh, I wrote that when she was uh, born. Now she's 19, 20. <laughs> Sorry, Olivia. Uh, Olivia, Olivia. Olivia, Olivia. Olivia, Olivia. Yeah. But yeah, just it was the song about being excited about her coming into the world. But yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Cool. I guess most of those are actual names. Wow. Yeah. I always try to fudge it so they don't know what, the, what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's something not good. Um, so, like, I, when, I, when I saw you a couple weeks ago at Allie's CD release show, um, I was asking you, I, I think I even mentioned this in the show when Allie was on, that I was sitting with my dad. I go visit my family once a week, whatever, and, and help out with stuff. And, and uh, we were watching Kent Herbeck, Homeward Bound, or one of those yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you came on there. I, said, I, I told my dad, I said, Billy Johnson. Dad's think it's Billy Johnson's Roadshow, like from Bunkers, man. <laughs> and you did, the, and it was this whole episode and stuff. So you told me a little bit about it at the Hook and Ladder. Can you tell us about that episode? Uh, yeah. Well, so the the Kent Herbeck Outdoors show was a show that my brother-in-law Eric Gislason, uh, who was a sportscaster and has done things in the sports world for years, but a show that he put together, and Kent was kind of the the face of it. Um, and I played all the background music and the in the intro music to the show um recorded a lot of it like in a closet at their little <laughs> office space but uh but they got the idea that maybe the person that does the music should come on the show and fish with them it was kind of a hunting and fishing show so yeah so i went fishing with them and i i don't even think i saw fish i'm not really an out <laughs> i don't even really i'm not much of an outdoorsman i didn't have the right gear so i had to wear like kent herbeck's jacket and waders and i'm i'm five nine <laughs> so, oh man was he pretty was he a cool guy to be around yeah 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 he uh we we spent lots of time with him not much since that show ended but he used to have a cabin on our my parents lake so we'd uh you know, hang out with him on the on the holidays and stuff. What lake and, was that again? Uh, Half Moon Lake. It's kind of near Balsam. Yeah. I can't believe you just said that. Half yeah. Moon Lake out of Balsam Lake? Yeah, right. I play music there all the time over there, and right we, by that lake. Where? Uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, Hacks Pub in Milltown. Yep, I know where that is. Uh, Brent <laughs> Hacker, we just booked the Christmas show. Um we should do a show up there if you want to. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, let's I, do it. I, I, I try to kind of book stuff when I'm there. There's a winery, Dancing Dragonfly, that I, whenever I'm up for the yep. weekend, I'm like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> Paradise Landing Paradise on Balsam. Landing, yeah. uh, they have live music on they, all the yeah. time. They're dear friends of mine. Uh, Eagle Lounge uh, is a great place. DN Campground. Some of my favorite places in the world are right around that yeah. area. I cannot believe that's that's where your guys' cabin is. Yeah, we, I I spent more time there this summer than I ever have in my whole life just because of job situation. So I mean, I, I I love it. Yeah. Uh, my family has a cabin too, and I retreat out there too, and kind of do my thinking and stuff, and do my starving artist thing. Yeah, something about us artists and cabins that just 
goes good together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need uh, I need that quiet downtime for sure. Yeah. So, um, so one thing I was looking at your uh, uh, Facebook and stuff. I want before we end this this episode quick. Um, talking about just kind of different things you do the next episode we'll talk about more like your career yeah. and all that kind of stuff and um but what about the the justice page school for alan page oh yeah can you tell us a little about that uh so i, I worked for years with uh junior high and high school kids and um at justice page middle school uh which used to be ramsey uh they do morning music uh pretty regularly so when the kids all come in the main door there's someone there playing piano or guitar singing or whatever and uh, because a lot of my kids from where I worked went to school there they had asked you know why don't you come and and do this on the morning so so yeah I mean for the last three four years or so I go in the mornings every once in a while and just sing as the kids come in It's, it's awesome yeah and for folks to know, Alan Page, he's a famous Minnesota Viking, right? Yeah, yeah, and a, and a uh, court justice. He's and, and kind of just fabulous. The last three times, I think, or four times I've played there, he's been there at the school welcoming kids in the morning, which seems pretty cool to me. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's totally awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap up episode one here. You mind doing one more episode? Many as you want. All right. I got to ask you, though. So I always do a story behind the song segment. Yeah. And I discovered, like, one of my new favorite songs I've listened to all weekend. It's off the Hillcats record, Milk, from uh, 1996. And the song, What Do We Have Here? <laughs> it's, I, I'm glad you picked that one because I actually didn't write that one. <laughs> We can we can call that guy. That's Blake. We I'll be playing that with him next week at the Aster. Really? Yeah, we still get together and play sometimes, but yeah. How about so you better the, pick a talk, new one. No, let's talk, talk about Olivia then. You want yeah. to talk about the story behind that song, how you recorded it and all that kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I have I have a nephew, uh, Ben, and a and a niece, Emma, and then uh, the youngest of my, my sister's kids is Olivia. And uh, when she was about to be born... Uh, I guess I was just really, really excited again. I love being an uncle. Um, like, the three of them have probably been one of the great blessings in my life. And I don't have my own children, so they kind of feel like my own a little bit. Um, but, see, yeah, it's just kind of a song about uh, new new life coming into, um, you know, my life. Where'd you record it at? Uh, that... Uh, that I think I recorded that album at uh, Mike, my buddy Michael Nelson, who's got a home studio, garage studio. You Michael probably know Nelson? Michael, yeah. From like the the well, there's two Michael Nelsons, but because uh, <laughs> one's been on the show. Who's the one that sang on Hoop Dreams? A uh, different guy, probably. Oh, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Michael played in the Hillcats bass for a while and he's a singer songwriter I mean at this point he he just does a lot of recording but so he's just a buddy I know so did it in his little garage studio yeah I think is it the Will Ryans am I we still yeah 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 yeah. we're thinking of the same one I think we are talking about the same guy yeah 
Yeah, yeah, that's Mike. He's yeah. been on the show. Oh, has he? Right he on. was going to do a movie about GB years ago and Mahoney and stuff. Yes, he and was. He was on the show and he said he sang backup on the song Hoop Dreams. Well, he probably did. I know. I know. And yeah. he was walking, yeah, so, yeah, Will Ryan's <laughs> yeah, yeah, is his band yeah. name. Yeah, that's his street, uh, the street, street he lives, lives on. The, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the same guy. Yes, we are. There you go. All right. Well, I think there's some other Michael Nelson musician in town that he regularly gets, you know, confused for. But, yeah, so I recorded it with, with Michael, yeah. Done a lot, I've done a lot of stuff at his studio, so. Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Billy Johnson, thanks for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere, it could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.